With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Winter, spring, summer, fall, seasons change. We still keep it together. Hey, Beverly Hills 90210 fans. Are you ready to dive deep? Episode by episode, storyline by storyline, character by character, as we break down the making of your favorite zip code with your host, Charles Rose. Did I say that? Harry Mullen. this thing about the, the, the real person, and we're going, what? We're getting rid of this guy. Pete Ferrero. I'm feeling wonderful. <laughs> Kathleen looks crush, TV crushworthy. Like so many special guests. And all your questions. Live on the Beverly Hills 90210 Show. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, here we are for Dailies Part 2, Dailies and Outtakes Part 2. Larry, this is very exciting. We're recording it a little earlier. I want to shout out. It's my wife's Christina's birthday oh, today. Oh, nice! Happy yes, birthday, so Christina. clearly a great wife to tolerate my uh, Claire obsession. <laughs> but anyway, I uh, just wanted to call that out. But you, you have something that you want to uh, jump into here before we even <laughs> yeah, look at some too. of these days. I want to say I want to kind of go back a second to the Planet Nine Hundred Two and O concept, where the show really showed that everyone could share something together and feel good about it. And one of the alumni of Planet 90210 was from Russia, Lilia Kim. Okay. And Lilia now is an American citizen as of the last couple of years. Her husband is from Moldova. And I just wanted to just pass on some stuff because she was very concerned. And her mother still lives in St. Petersburg. She spoke to her mother. And the people there believe that the Russians are fighting Nazis in the Ukraine. Oh, I see. Her yeah. mother is a nuclear engineer. Okay, well, she's retired now, but so this is not a dumb peasant woman. But that's what they believe there. It's so distressing. They also believe that the Ukraine and the United States tried to do a nuclear strike against Russia, and that's what this war is about. And I just, my heart goes out to that. I, I hope we can get through this. I, I feel so bad for 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 Lilia. You know, she has like fifty thousand followers in this Eastern Europe, and she, you know, she also gave me the report from from Kiev of her friends in the bunkers and also her friends in St. Petersburg who have been beaten and threatened now with 20 years in prison for protesting. It's uh, a very tough time. And um, I'm so glad we did that Planet 90201. And I just really hope that everyone uh, keeps a good thought for the people of Ukraine. We should do another one. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, yeah. We should do another one and raise, maybe try to raise funds i don't i don't, know. No, I don't want to cool. turn this into jerry Lew, jerry Lewis telethon well, I mean, either the, the but... boxers are going to fight man I mean, you know yeah. this is like the spanish uh civil war in a way i think you're gonna if this is, goes on it's 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 a real world event anyway it, it is a fight against this alternate fact universe uh, by putin where his people yes. actually believe this thing you know it's like wrestling again it's an it's not quite <laughs> yes. a reality it's an right. alternate world 
Sounds like a okay. former president that used to. That used I don't to... want. To, I didn't want to say that, but that's that's the threat to democracy. Anyway, yes. back to the fun of. Well, I do. I do want to say I had a really awesome opportunity this week to be on Catherine Kendall's uh, podcast oh, okay. about uh, and talking about my documentary. Documentary. Her name is Chef, and and it was really awesome. This really turned into be a cool little friendship because of this little because of our world here. This Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero show it was a really awesome time. All right, before we bring on our guests, I want to just, again, for those that don't understand what a daily is, you know, they didn't watch last week, they're just driving around now, and we're about to watch some more dailies. Talk to me about what is a daily? What was your life like with a daily? The dailies was the what was the material you got from the day before is shooting. It would be all the takes, you know, that they wanted you to consider. Uh, well, as you put the picture together, which is every every week is kind of a little picture you put in, you know, a movie. And uh, the dailies, you know, and again, we it, they were so, you know, they were they were always they were always coming. There were tapes and tapes and tapes of them uh, in in this era, not in the nineties. I'm not sure how it's delivered now. Or and, I'm curious about that. Well, we'll it ask might just guests. be digital folders or something. I don't know. Yeah. But then, the, you know, the 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 the, v, uh, the VHSs would just pile up, and you just you, you had them recycled. You didn't really think much about it because you were interested in the final product. Yeah. Now we love the process, and it was really uh, enlightening to see last week's stuff and see how hard it is for the actors, and you know how you know what a profession really professional really does, and how you approach stuff, and and also so, for the directors too. And all of this is coming from your shed. Yeah, I I <laughs> saved a lot of the musical stuff. I said, oh, this musical stuff. Oh yeah, I should save that. And also, I saved the the the, uh, the music video that uh, Tori uh, we have that is so, in that one yeah so it should be fun to see and I know Michael we have the uh, Goo Goo Dolls which uh, well uh, that's going to be our part. center of our centerpiece you know last time it was it. kind of the Rolling Stones mm-hmm. this time it's kind of going to be the Google Dolls because there's some interesting scenes there's a lots of takes there's the Google Dolls themselves we also have some of the outtakes of Strike the Match. We can revisit uh, a couple of the other bands I have some clips saved from. So we're going to just dive into all of this stuff that we have. But before that, we're going to play a little commercial, and then we will be back with everybody. Well, well, well. When was the last time you checked out the Beverly Hills 90210 Show Shop? Because now it's loaded with so much more stuff. Did you ever want to join the gang at CU? Because now you can wear your official CU t-shirt. Or want to get into the fun with America's zip code? Represent with this cool swag. Or maybe you have an invite to the Peach Pit after dark and need the coolest shirt ever. We have loaded the store with so much more. So don't be asleep. Head over to Beverly Hills 90210showshop.com for all the latest goods. Here we are, and being joined by director Michael Lang. Sorry for the late start, guys. I had a computer issue. And also, Drew Kenny, it's always good, our returning champion. And so, you know, Larry, <laughs> one time you said you said that uh, Mel Silver was the most appeared on this. Uh, yeah, Drew, I, thought he got, I thought he got the role. <laughs> but Drew is definitely uh, crawling up on that list. But I thought it would be interesting... <laughs> for you, Drew, because you helped to put some of these sets together, the things that we're going to look at, and I thought it would be interesting to get your per- per- uh, per- your perspective of that. And have for you Michael, seen, uh, Michael Lang, have you have uh, Drew and Michael Lang? Have you guys seen each other for a while, or have, have you talked at all? Uh, we've seen each other through Facebook, Facebook. Oh, okay. but okay, that's really, I mean, thank goodness for Facebook. Well, I'm you know, glad we're bringing it together. That's good. Yeah, I mean, I think the last time Michael and I saw each other, one of our conversations was El Wapo. 
What is that? That must be three a, uh, from back from the Three Amigos. Three days. Amigos. And it was like a yeah. on Scouts. You know, like you know, and and so we started calling Michael El Guapo because ah. it, it was one of his jokes <laughs> that we talked about all the time in the van. That's hilarious. Um, well, Michael, how have you been, man? We haven't seen you in a while. Are you working on anything currently? You told me in the email that you have a show. I don't know what you're. I didn't know what it was referring to. But what's going on with you? What you been working on? Uh, I've I've got these these two shows. I shot a pilot, a comedy pilot, about a half um a half hour pilot about. I guess it's been probably almost two years now. And uh, there's a company called Genesis Global Genesis Group. And they evidently have a deal with a streaming service that's about to launch, and they want to do the show as one of their shows. So that would be very cool. Yeah, man. Uh, so we're waiting to hear on that. However, as with uh, pretty much everything in our business, it was supposed to be November, then absolutely January because the holidays, you know, and then mm -hmm. no question February, and then March, and then we'll see. So right. um, I do want to jump into some clips, but I do want to ask you, Larry and I were just talking previously about, you know, before you guys came on, is there a different process? What is the process like now with dailies for Michael? It's all online now. You, there's a, a site which uh, the companies join and then you get your login information and then you go online and watch them if you watch them. But, you know, it's interesting because, um, because now the image that you see on the set, at, on your screen at the set, is exactly what it's going to look like. Because everything is so, like back then we had video a assist. video assist, which was kind of, you know, sometimes fluttery. And always probably. Right? It never looked exactly the way it was going to look. So you always wanted to make sure to check the dailies. But now you basically see them as you're shooting them. Um, and since most of the directors now, I mean, when I, back then, I would almost never be at Video Village. I would stand by the camera because I was used to it. But now everyone pretty much sits at the Video Village. In fact, a lot of the actors these days get distracted if the director is at the camera, which I find oh, that's weird. Interesting. But, and, yeah. um, and you give you calling out your the takes you like right right as you go, I guess. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like, um, you're, he's basically assembling the picture as he's going. Exactly right. A certain way, a rough I'm cut. I'm curious. To, oh, and I'm, let's well, well, let's play some clips, and we'll start, and then we'll start, you know, breaking down some of this. So this is the Google Dolls. This is exciting. I figure we start with a Google Dolls thing. Is that you? Man? And so now let's talk about this, what we're seeing here. I'm going to hit mute, too, so that are YouTube... They, are they really playing or no? Uh, that, that's my question. That's my first question. Are they really playing? It, let me see. It's possible they're really playing. It's unlikely, though, because I think if they were really playing, it would be hard to sync up all the different takes. That's generally yeah. why we do, right. you know... 
why we do pre-recording because then everything is going to sync up. Um, so I'm going to say they probably were not really playing, Next. but it's very possible because I'm a stickler for this, you know, for performance yeah, in bands. Yeah. So I didn't want, I probably still had the, the, them play, literally play, and we probably had their amplifiers playing and they were actually like singing. I didn't want them to lip sync. I wanted them to actually sing because to me, you can always tell when, you know, this isn't really moving as much. I agree. I'm well, and the you. drummer seems like he's really playing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, well, he, he was definitely like playing. He's hitting. Yeah. But I they're mean, probably he's... playing to a, a very loud playback. Okay, that makes sense. Because well, it's all the crowd coming. This is unsweetened. Like we're just hearing. Oh, yeah, hang on, wait yeah. a minute, Larry. I got you some crowd. Hang on. Background. <laughs> all right, thanks a lot. We're gonna take a little break. Happy birthday, Steve. That was a nice shot. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, Michael, what is your and what is your kind of your your process in doing a nine hundred two one zero on something like this? Because you know, you've been you had shot you have been directing nine hundred two one zero for a while, and right. it, you know, obviously, the Peach Pit After Dark bought, brought these kinds of bands and acts into the mix, which weren't always there. Um, so, what about that for you? Shooting bands, and now you're now you're doing music video stuff too, on top right. of everything else that they require. Again, this is by the way, we've covered this episode. There's a lot happening here. There's this chase, right? There's going right. to be a big chase. There's well, going to be a bar scene with, with, with Paulie Shore. There's many things. We only have this one particular daily of the Goo Goo Dolls because Larry. This is, the, this is on the Queen Mary. We should on the Queen Mary. <laughs> right, right. Just, this this was an epic episode. When when you called when you emailed me about it, I was like, you know, I was so excited because this probably this is in the top five, if not the top most fun episode I've ever directed. Yeah. Um, yeah we shot really we cool. shot for six days on the Queen Mary, and then. Drew and his team had an incredible Queen Mary because the lobby, the actual lobby, was way too small for our needs. And, of course, the state rooms were way too small. So they built all that. Their lobby of the Queen Mary was incredible. It blew my mind because it was all done with paint, with paint. No, no actual wood inlays yeah, or any of that and, stuff. And, 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 uh, inlay, Wait, so uh, metal, just for clarity, yeah. the the Queen Mary that's on lobby that's in the show is something that Drew built. Correct. Correct. Drew, that. you're you're muted for some reason. Drew, there uh, you go. Yeah, yeah, we built that. I mean, it, it, some things are just they just don't work on the location. Right. Um, but you know, the one thing I do want to say, Michael, is you're right. That that that, that was such a fun place. So many people had fun. I don't know if you remember this. We um we had a we had a we had replaced a craft service. We got this new girl, and she used to come with her kid. She bungee jumped during the middle of one of the days and got fired. <laughs> so did the cast. Yeah, the cast also yeah. bungee jumped. Now, wait, 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 fired, wait, so is that a thing? Like, no, I was living that in New Jersey. The waterfront, that was another attraction. Because don't forget, yeah. it was a tourist area there. It was the Queen Mary. Right. It was, a, was, a, was an attraction, which we booked. And I tell you, when we were looking to do that episode, we uh, we location scouted the Wild Animal Park. This is before writing it. We were going to just tell her to the location. We, 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 we did a scout of the Wild Animal Park, the San Diego Zoo, uh, the famous hotel down in the San Diego, the Coronado. And uh, and then we did the Queen Mary, and then with Queen Mary, we, oh yeah, we, well, I'm going to write for the Queen Mary, and that was just great. <laughs> yeah, it was it was such a trip. All right, let's see what else we have here. I don't know. I'm just going to start playing things at random. 
Why is it so loud? Okay, what's happening here, Michael? Look, I just saw I just saw someone from the crew. <laughs> Let's take a look. Oh yeah. <laughs> Probably we wouldn't we, use we that want to piece. Just part of the shot. Yeah, we weren't gonna use that piece. Well, yeah. let's see. Look, there's more happening. Look. So are you using two cameras here? Three. Three cameras. Three handheld cameras. All right, tell me about that. The choice to use three cameras. Is that, is that typical, Larry, that we would use three cameras yeah, or something? See, like this, though, you want to capture everything, you know. So, yeah, you just ask for yeah. you know, this, Paul Wagner. You have to kind of work him a little bit, but he got it. <laughs> well, you'd explain it with hours. I'd say, I can do this I can do this, ep this day in, in the 12 hours if I have three cameras. Or if you don't want to give me three cameras, then no problem. It'll be 15 hours. Right. And then he'd say, all right, fine. Because right. Michael knows they're going to be asking for coverage. If he doesn't have that extra coverage, it's right. people well, this, to, here, after the fact, people are going to be pissed off. Here was, I, I remember this day so vividly. I decided to, we shot for six days on the Queen Mary. So I just, it was three days, then the weekend, then three days. So I decided rather than drive an hour or so home after these long, crazy days, I would stay there. So I stayed on the Queen Mary. So right. this day was seven and a half pages which is a normal 90210 day, but we also had 250 extras. Yeah. There were three songs that the Goo Goo Dolls did, and the entire cast was in the seven and a half pages. So well, it was a huge day. Everyone, right. has to be everyone has to be covered. Every song has to be covered with <laughs> multiple takes, multiple shots, close up. You, you want that shot of the bass player plunking his strings and well, the drummer doing that. Too. I mean, there's a, we finished it, so I'm thinking this is going to be easily a 12. I mean, I may have lied to Paul. It may be 15 hours anyway. <laughs> but we finished at 6 o'clock. We started at 7 in the morning. It ended up being an 11-hour day. 11 hour day. So then we all wow. went to the to the whatever the bar in the, in the Queen Mary. It felt like we were on a weird cruise. It was, an, it was so – and the Goo Goo Dolls were amazing. Completely. I was going to ask you about that. They, what, were, you they know, worked hard, man. They worked very They worked hard. hard. They, and I think this was, they were already pretty popular by then, right? Yeah, they had the, that, that hit song at that point. Yeah. What is that hit Long song? Way, is it Long Way Down, I think? Yeah, well, that's that. That's one. But then there's the slow one, which we'll, I'll it's show you some. Slow one. Yeah, that was the big hit. I forget that. Cla with Claire and all that stuff. So anyway, and by the way, I did ask Kathleen her memories of this. She said she had none. So for you guys, for seriously, you, yeah, for you guys who just said, "Wow, was this thing and all that," she had no memories of it. So, but um, here's here is okay. this. Okay, only this clock keeps going up your nose. Background. Now, Larry, did you hear what she said? What did she say? Listen, there's a lot of. I love when we hear this kind of oh, interplay. Yeah. I, 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 just, there's only this clock keeps going up your nose. Background. Action. Something's going up the, her nose, and it sounds like the word Coke. But that, is that what she says, Larry? <laughs> Listen to this. Background. Man, action. Hang on. There's only this clock keeps going up your nose. Background. Man, action. Oh, yeah. Only the coke is going, it's going up, up your nose. Oh, right. well, you know, 90 So let, let me ask you this now, Larry. And, and, and... No judging. No judging. No judging. I, I think she might have said, it sounds like you croak when you wrinkle up your nose. But it could oh, be that. Oh, too. maybe. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. You know what? You know what? I'm with Michael Lang. That she yeah, had, didn't she have that kind of wrinkly nose thing that she did? She had a wrinkly oh, nose? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's not... Okay, so thank you, you for saving this. With Montgomery. Yeah, that was what it was. <laughs> Michael saved the day on that. Yeah.
But let me ask you about this, though, Larry. Well, uh, maybe that's why Kathleen didn't remember the day. Yeah, that's possible, too. <laughs> totally uh, possible. You know, you know, I don't know. The, uh, the mid-'90s. Like I said, any year it could be. Uh, but, Larry, let me ask you this, because this is Gabrielle's return to 90210. Yes, it's Steve's 21st birthday party. Remember, this is the whole theme of the thing. And it's going to be big, and he has... Uh, Kathleen's uh, the guy really the triangle there with uh, Prince Carl. He's gonna Prince Carl winds up throwing the party on the Queen Mary for Steve, and uh, you know I mean <laughs> it's it's good. Well, I'm just curious about what I'm curious about is here's an actor who was a part of the family. Well, I mean, bringing her, everyone's got to be there. I mean, so you know, look no, 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 but we here's Shannon too. I mean, here's here's where I'm going with this. Like, yeah. is it? Do you think it's a? Do you think it's because now she's removed from the show for a year, right? Yeah. And now she comes back to, it's like walking back to something that you left and you haven't done. But when you do it, you do it every day. You're in the bubble, but now you're out of the bubble, right? So do you think that's difficult for the actor? Or do you think she fits oh, right I in as family? It was going to be a reunion, genuine emotion, I thought. I'm sure Michael would, would say the same thing. I'm sure yep. people were really thrilled to see her and you know happy that it was there. And, and again, one of the great things about the show was is that these people were living characters who had passed that everyone knew, the fans knew so well. So they knew what it meant for her to be coming back. And also he threw in some uh, some story too, I think. At that point, her, her and Jesse are divorced. And oh yeah, well, here we go. And, you know, yeah. so there's other stuff going on there. And the same thing with, uh, with uh, Brenda. I'm sure we had a, a, a greeting from Brenda in that scene where they run a video for Steve. And, you know, oh, I think that you guys stops. read I mean, a letter. This polo and this thing, Paulie Shores and the bar fight. Michael, Michael just did a spectacular <laughs> job. I always and, say, you know, that. we're so, such an underrated show. It's, it's so funny to, to be have lived under the, the the curse of the spelling show thing at that time. I'm just you know? <laughs> curious. Was there a meeting ever when it was like, okay, there's a lot of shit here? Uh, Michael Lang, was it? Was it? Oh, <laughs> was there a conversation like that that would happen? No, he was really really happy with it. You know, it was, a, it was a finale. You know, we were a hot show, and uh, we could do it. And I wrote this with Steve Wasserman. It was it was uh, the only thing we really wrote, you know, hand in hand together. And we had a great time with it. All right, let's watch this. Just, only this keeps going up here. Background. Yeah, action. <laughs> I'm looking for you, Andrea. Andrea. Right. David, Donna, this girl is really bright. Think about offering her a job. Well, thank you, but I, I already have a job. Oh, yeah? What do you do that's fantastic? I'm a mom, and I have a beautiful two-year-old daughter. That's great. I also have a wonderful husband who's on the 10-year track for a full professorship at the Yale Law School. And I'm hoping to start medical school at Yale in the fall of 97. Really? Really. But, hey, if, you know, if you have something more interesting to offer me, by all means, go ahead. Uh, let me think about it. So, you got any pictures of your kid? Yeah, mm -hmm, I do. I love pictures of kids. Why don't you show me somewhere to walk on the deck? <laughs> it's so great. I mean, it's so awesome to even just to just see the. There's you saying cut right there, Michael. That's your. Yeah. Um, Larry, tell me about this character. I'm, I'm confused now. So was she lying to him? I can't remember this now. I thought she was divorced from Jesse. Now she's saying she's got a husband, or what was that? Oh, I think no, no. I think she's. I think Jesse is still the husband. Oh, he is still the husband. Okay. I don't think you divorced maybe, him into the maybe, next maybe, season. Maybe, maybe, oh, the next season was divorced. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> but you know, we always wanted to give life off screen to the characters. I mean, it's just it was important. And plus, we like again, we always thought we'd bring them back. Even you know, Shannon, you know, especially Shannon, always wanted. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm surprised that Jesse doesn't get brought back, though, or some of these, you know. Yeah, sometimes you have to serve the show. We didn't, you know. Right. 
Okay. Mark. Hey. Oh, here we go. Now this is great because now the Google dolls are there, and now the like you said, Michael, before to speak about what you were talking about, the entire cast has to come because this is an ensemble show, right? Right. So now they all have to be there, be present to watch the Google dolls, and this gets this gets really interesting. So let's give this a, a full go. A lot of little things that happen. No, Larry, is there? I'm just curious too. This, this, this is a featured extra. This is an extra who's getting a lot. Of, he's getting. <laughs> I'm, I'm scratching my head here. Like uh, he is getting know. a lot of screen time. He's standing right next to Jenny Garth. He's a good-looking no. guy. Which you know, he's going to get picked out of the background. <laughs> but does Michael? Michael, do you pick that out? Do you select yeah, this sure. person? It would probably be me. I'm not yeah. sure who this is though. So I don't think he's. He couldn't be random because I don't. Because he's so close to her. Right. Well, well, Michael, though, on that note, uh, curious for any of those background extras that are watching the show right now, what is it that they need to do to really catch a Michael Lang's eye? <laughs> I think if they look like that guy, they're going to catch my eye. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying, you know, because there's extras in there, there's an upgrade, like a special business extra. Right. <laughs> no business well, that's, that's a, It's a pay upgrade. So it's an important. Uh, yeah. Business. I mean, it's not all, you know, it's not always about looks, obviously. Yeah. It, it depends. I mean, it's just fascinating that this person gets right next to Jenny Garth. Let's see. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Steve Stock. I mean, this is everybody, you know? Now, did you see this, Larry, here? Did you see this little... I don't think Jason... Or, no, or is this after he finds out? Because I don't think he finds out she's leaving. No, he doesn't know that she's not... Uh, she's dumping him yet, I don't know. Oh, but does... So does does Emma... Oh, or does, does Emma she? does Emma startle Jason here? Because he seems perturbed. Take a look at the perturbed... Oh, maybe maybe, he, maybe she did tell him already. You, the Google yeah, I think she's already given him the bad news. He's, or he's per, per, taken back that someone is about to talk to him. Wonder what? If, <laughs> what if, <laughs> no, I don't think she sold it yet. No. Is that guy again? He's right wow. there. I'm telling you. And and Claire is looking incredible here. Muntz is also looking incredible here. <laughs> yes, Nick, mm, Prince Carl. But I mean, Jenny's even kind of dancing with this this extra. As a friend, yeah, I was going to say maybe she picked him. <laughs> I like how it spells just a little bit of that. Now, I was the roadie for calling me bad. In this episode, wait, what's this no now? What, 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 what's this true? Um, I was the roadie for calling me bad, and so <laughs> you know that was <laughs> Bethany Rooney picking me because I had long hair and scouting and saying, "Hey, you make a great roadie." And oh, that's amazing. So, you so mean for the were, episode? That guy you didn't do the Rolling Stones. I mean, I had a part. They really should have brought Drew back. 
They should have really <laughs> brought Wait a second, back. you would have taken my part then. I mean, <laughs> the Rolling you know, Stones episode. <laughs> they really should have brought Drew back. Yeah. All right, let's see here. Like so much of what is confusing as I watch this this long, uh, and I'm going to keep playing it is, you know, this is all these guys are all in character here, right? Actors working while she's yeah. not the camera there. And then there's this like there's that guy, again. this guy, but then there's also like fake Steve. <laughs> you got like a fake Steve. <laughs> <back there. laughs> Okay, so in this episode, Kelly Taylor has no boyfriend. So, I mean, you know, I can see she probably wanted to be with somebody. There. She does not have a boyfriend, no, right? She's in between. It's going to end up with Brandon by the end of it, you know. Okay, now here, here the girls get into a little thing here. Got that oh, a little yeah. little shoving, a little shoving, a little fun. I don't think we use that. No. And I only think, Michael, I only think you get really one shot at this. Yes. <laughs> you know, because I didn't see another take of this at all. No. This was just, you know, it's a, a way of getting a lot of material, that could, a lot of little bits and pieces that could be used. If there's anything great, you know, that happens serendipitously, then you know you can use little pieces. So this way, in one take, I got all the reactions of the of all of them doing things that felt real to everyone. Yeah, uh, Drew. What about setting up this? And Larry, I want to show you a little a little gossipy thing here. Look, just take real quick. Take a look at what's happening here. Since we're at the, we're at the end of the take here, there's this is, there's gossip. This is gossip. You think? <laughs> uh, I think I think he's commenting on the guy hitting on uh, Jenny. Oh, I, I I think you're right. I think that's exactly what's going on. They're looking over there. <laughs> yeah. So there's definitely some gossip. I didn't, I didn't see the slate, Michael. Did you notice what take that was? I did not. Let's see if I have it. Take one. Take okay. one. There you go. So okay. Yeah, now this is this guy went on to do other things, and we're gonna find out like he was in something huge, and we have no idea. Uh, but for you, Drew, I'm curious. I mean, setting up this place, and I don't know if we had you on when we talked about this, but talk to me about working on the Queen Mary and setting up some of this stuff. And did you get to interact with the Goo Goo Dolls at all? Uh, honestly, you know, places like that, my my job ends when Michael says action the first time. Yeah, he's not because at that point everything's done and set up. And I've got to go off and work on the next thing. You know, right. so yeah. like I've got to go back to the stage and work on something there. So, it's, you know, I go to location, get my breakfast burrito like everybody else and go wander around. <laughs> everybody's rolled in all the stuff they're supposed to roll in. And, you know, the doorknobs are, you know, the tarnishes on them. So they look right, you know, go yeah. around and say good morning to Michael, ask him how he's doing, make sure he's in a good mood. You know, <laughs> make make sure it looks the way. Make sure. See you guys later. <laughs> but you want to make sure he it looks the way Michael wants it to look and yeah. all that stuff. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you know, and also at that point, it's like I'm the representative of the art department. So if it's not right, then 
I'm the guy that's going to get chewed out by Michael. Has that, Which, has that ever happened, guys? Uh, I, I, know, I know one specific. Well, it would be passed down. Well, the shit, the shit would flow downhill. The shit would flow downhill. Well, well hang on, Larry. Let's could, hear what happened. With, let's wait, hang on. Let's see what happened. Set, but there was like a big piece of furniture. There were supposed to be casters on it to move it in the middle of this shot, and it didn't get done. And so the grips had to, you know, put some, they had some, you know, some, some furniture dollars they could roll underneath mm -hmm. things. And it was more of, uh, it was more of Bill Baker getting mad at me than anything else. And Michael trying to, uh, Keep the piece on the set. Do you remember, so do you remember this, Michael? I do now. Now that oh, you're yeah. yeah, yeah, you do. I do. Yeah, you still have nightmares about it. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. All right, let's well, see what else. That, that's the good part of my job is I just have to say fix it. Right. And then, however, if I don't make the day because of it, I can't blame them. That's yeah. that's my credo. I would never blame them. Larry, there's some more gossip here. Listen to this. I want you to listen to this. It'd be a shocker player. Hey, it could knock you out. Hey, you guys, a national inquiry. You know what? I'm you want to hear that all again, Larry? Yeah, I'm, I'm not uh, good at picking this up here. There's gossip. There's gossip. It'd be a shocker player. Hey, it could knock you out. Hey, you guys, a national inquiry. I hear National Enquirer, yes? Ah. Yeah. Something could knock you out, some kind of drug they're talking about. Well, I no, know. I think they're talking you know, about... I'm so used to watching subtitles now. I want subtitles here. <laughs> I'm going to ask and find out what the gossip was, but I, I feel like Tori says he could be a soccer player. could be a soccer player. Hey, it could knock you out. You know what? I'm going to go see how Joan's doing. Oh, well, if you see Steve, tell him to get back in here. He's missing his whole party. Okay. But you know, you know what I want to say about this, too, Michael? This is one of those classic lots of things happening all in one shot, 90210 thing. She's going to leave. He's going to enter. We're going to follow a lot of things. Now, you, you got a lot of coverage of this before from over the shoulder and all this kind of stuff. But you did you always like one of these kind of, since you have the camera moving, to do one of these? Yeah, kind of definitely. One goes out. Yeah. We're changing focus. Exactly. And it's a good way of telling the story, keeping the camera moving. The other thing is, there's sort of, if it's a pretty much just an expositional scene, you know, where you're just finding out information, it's kind of cool to keep the camera moving because then at least something interesting is happening. If the yes. information is just sort of, you know. The, the other thing I noticed about this, though, is how quickly all, all three of them got into character as soon as I said action. That's true. That was yeah. very, that's very unusual. And I mean, the, this cast was really great at that. A lot of casts that I work with are not great at that. Yeah. You know, they need to be. And his, and his movement like this, I mean, and, and you do a lot of more movement with the music and even the movement that we saw with the band. Is it, is it, is it complicated for you from a direction standpoint? Because there's so many, like, you, you know, in other words, you're watching the, you're watching the shot. Right. Right. And then you see one thing in a. Yep. And you're like, why did that? And we're gonna, we'll, we'll, I'll show you an example of that later. But there's a lot of moving parts in something like this, so you have to be laser focused about everything, right? Definitely, definitely. You know, I, I gotta say, Michael, absolutely. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I thought that was Brian talking. Go ahead. What did you say? Oh, yeah. um, Michael is absolutely that guy being able to keep all that stuff going. You know, because I worked with a lot of directors, and that was a thing that a lot of people tried to do, and a lot of people really struggled with. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, I scouted things and talked to. Uh, all of these all of these directors about this 
And the thing I always remember is that Michael always had a vision about how he wanted to make it work. And I knew that he could make it work. There are other people would come in and you'd think, I don't know if this is going to work. And we'd have to, you know, go talk to Paul and have a plan B in case something didn't happen. But mm. we never did that with Michael. And it, it was never, never necessary. That's one of the reasons he was El Guapo, you know. <laughs> for, for, for you, Larry, though, I'm curious, too. Like, you write this scene, right? And then you see it come to life in multiple different takes and all that stuff. So how, how do you process some of all of that? Well, you've had, you've, you know, as a writer, you've already seen the scene in your head because that's what you wrote. Right. So uh, Are, you know, do you see but, these but visuals? Then you, but then you see stuff that surprises you and you just go with it. And, and uh, you know, you because as a, you know, as everyone knows, it doesn't matter what the script is once you start shooting. You got to basically make this picture work with what you have. Exactly. That's, all, that's all you care about at that point. Scripts. Right. Right. Uh, and so that's and, and and if it's you know if it's true to your true to the script's vision that that's all that's good and then if it's if it's something else you just want to make it you know work yeah uh, but no this this was so exciting because you know there was, you could see people generally like the the Goo Goo Dolls I mean that that crowd was going pretty crazy it's hard to rev them up that way um, I just think it was just a thrill it was just you know that was the high point you know for us for me too. Seven seasons was a much more of a battle. Hey, it could knock you out. Hey, hey guys, national wow. <laughs> You know what? I'm gonna go see how Joan's doing. Oh well, if you see Steve, tell him to get back in here. He's missing his whole party. Okay. I've been looking for you, Andrea. Andrea. Right, David. Donna, this girl is really bright. I'm thinking about offering her a job. Oh well, thank you, but I already have a job. Oh yeah, what do you do? That's fantastic. I'm a mom, and I have a daughter who's two years old. She's beautiful. That's great. Yeah, I also have a wonderful husband who's on the 10-year track for a full professorship at <clears throat> Yale Law School, and I'm hoping to start medical school at Yale in the fall of 97. Really? Yes, really. But hey, if you have something more interesting to offer me, please, by all means. Let me think about it. Uh, you got pictures of your kid? Yeah, I do. Mm -hmm. Why don't you show me some while I walk on the deck? I don't really remember this character, Larry. This, this is the character who's the record uh, guy. His name is Budman, named after a, a really old drug dealer of mine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he went on to found uh, Roots Clothing. He, oh, that's he, lovely. He made it big. Uh, but yeah, that's Budman. And he's just basically the guy who's been hiring uh, David and Donna, which is going to stretch into uh, season seven when they make the music video, which we're going to see pretty soon, the uh, Strike the Match stuff. That's right. We'll look at that in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Here's Here's more of this. Uh, that guy doesn't catch on too quickly, does he? Yeah, he sure is persistent. I think it's a percentage thing. <laughs> How about you? You want to go take a walk on the deck? Uh, no, I can't do it. It's a little too romantic out there for me. Oh, yeah. Well, I wasn't thinking about talking business. How many glasses of champagne have you had? Enough. You want to walk? Alrighty. Well, let's go. <laughs> Well, that changed the mood. I like that. Oh, that's yeah. resistance. Did you hear Michael at the end? That was beautiful. So you know when you got a good take, right? Oh, yeah. everything... Are you oh, saying that the I'm sure the actors are like, oh yeah, that oh that felt good, but you're probably just saying like because we got it all in one take. It was beautiful. <laughs> no, no. <It's> never <laughs> that. I'm just never kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, let's see what we got here. Oh, this is more of the that stuff. That guy doesn't catch him very quickly, does he? Ah, he sure is persistent. It must be a percentage thing. <laughs> and what about you? Want to take a walk on the deck? 
I don't think so. It's a little romantic, you know. Yeah, well, I wasn't thinking about talking business. <laughs> How many glasses of champagne have you had? <laughs> Enough. You want to walk? All right. Okay. Huh. Um, I'm always kind of, when we watch this stuff, I'm always kind of fascinated because it's hard to know who's Tori and who's Donna. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's all that giggly kind of fun stuff that is Tori, you know, but it comes out of her, I think, in those scenes with Brian. So it's always great to see. How, what was it like kind of working with those two, Michael? Oh, you know, the whole cast was great. They all, and I think that that's a good question. I think, I'll, I'm trying to think if this is true. I was just, my gut, my gut memory feeling would be of all the characters, Tori is probably the most, the closest to who she really is. Mm -hmm. She, 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 um, she was that person in my experience of her. You know, I never really socialized with her outside of work, but even in between takes and, you know, when we were at lunch or whatever, she would, she's the same person. I think she is Donna. Yeah. Don't you think, Larry? I oh I absolutely agree. I, there was one thing I caught. And I just wanted to run by you guys because I caught myself because there was a line where the Budman character said, "Oh yeah, what do you do? That's fantastic," and that was a line that's been embedded in my head because it was, was on a Mothers of Invention record where Frank goes to Ian Underwood. All right, what do you do? That's fantastic, and then he goes into this sax solo. It just <laughs> stuck in my head. I always oh my it, my head. it was like it was like on you know just I just kind of put it in there, but I just recall that that's where I, I kind of got the line from. That's amazing. Even Brian's line, though, that it must be a percentage thing. What is that? What are we? That, well, that's just you know. That, that if was, you hit uh, on enough, if you hit on enough yeah. women, Girls, you're gonna yeah. get I mean, lucky. That, that's so. the basis of you know a good guy, a good lover. I mean, yeah. a good yeah. uh, pickup man, pickup artist when they're before Tinder. You know, exactly thing. right. Well, this this would be a whole different show with the social social. But media. the characters, you know, being the, you know, I mean, Tori, yeah, I mean, but it also David's uh, Brian Austin Green also is, was similar. I guess, well, maybe not. No, probably not. No, because David was the nerd. No, Tori, Tori would be the one. Yep. Well, but Brian Austin Green in this era might be closer to David. You yeah, know what I mean? In the early yeah, years. Older, in the early yeah. years. Yeah. I mean, I think that he's, you know. Hip-hop David, yeah. Because he David. has said to me when I've talked to him that, like, there were times where his lives, his life was interconnected and he didn't know what was the show and what was his real life so that's a, a, a fascinating thing and and even with those two in those scenes together there's such a believability about them you know like the way they're talking to each other and i think they're going to eventually hook back up is that's where we're going with with them right well well yeah well no first we're gonna yeah it's gonna seem that way but then we break them up in the beginning of uh season seven and then we have a fireman come in there uh, <laughs> uh and uh then they yes. end up they end it up at the end of college so of course uh you know they end up finally uh culminating their uh you know sexual relationships it begins oh, sorry here's here's some more google dolls oh iris yeah that's the song yeah So there's a lot of this kind of people dancing, you know. That is a reaction, I think, to something that that Budman does. Mm. That is what that is a reaction shot. All right, let's see this. Is that for you? Yeah, play that. No, 
Comes your G man. Yeah, he does kind of stand out, doesn't he? Yeah. Hi. Uh, how's it going? We're making progress. Will you be on board all evening, Ms. Malone? Yeah, that's the plan. Good. I may have something later. You know what I think fans will be fascinated by, and we've been watching these daily, so it's probably so confusing for them. But the music is playing, and then it suddenly just drops out. Right. <laughs> Gives everyone the beat, and you know. Yeah. yeah. Because that they then they all get into it, and then they have to continue as if the music is still playing. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Silent, silent disco. Well, I mean, because if the music was still playing, it would be so hard to hear the dialogue between the characters. So oh, you have be, to eliminate. It would be impossible. impossible. Yeah, right. Means what he says and says what he means. Yes, very refreshing, isn't he? Hey, I'll be right back. Okay, I gotta go back to my room. What's going on? Nothing. I uh, I just need to make a phone call. Be right back. Oh yeah, she's got to stab him in the back. Okay, but yeah, but she also kind of—I feel like she she did not get that take right. Mm. Do you know what I mean? There was a couple of odd kisses, right? So now you've seen, you've seen all that, Michael. Did you see that? Did you re-see it again now that you're watching it with us? Yeah, <laughs> I sense take two coming. Yes. <laughs> that was a VCR. <laughs> so this is just a pickup. Michael doing a little song in there, their little a little song to get everybody <laughs> right back. On, right on key, I'm going to point out. <laughs> <laughs> Getting everybody back, set, settled. Hi, how's it going? We're making progress. Will you be on board all evening, Ms. Malone? Uh, yeah, that's the plan. Good, I may have something later. Okay. Means what he says and says what he means, huh? Yes, very refreshing, isn't it? Um, hey, I'll be right back. i got to go back to the room. What's going on? Nothing. I just need to make a phone call. I'll be right back. Well, I guess I'd better go with her, huh? Ladies. <laughs> now, that's some some classic Jason Priestley improv there. Oh, yeah. Yes. He, he always gave himself exit lines. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then she, she picks it up and she gets it right. And you're good Correct. with that. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. It, was a, it, was a, it was a different shot. It was a different, different shot. Different shot also. This is yeah. a good, this would be a feature versus TV show uh, teaching moment here. So in the feature version, I would have just done the whole takeover again. You know, I would have talked to her about her flub, which she probably knew anyway. And then we would have done take two. But in the TV version, I'm realizing there's no chance that I would ever be in that shot for that moment anyway. So why waste the time? So move on, and then I'll correct it in the closer shot. It's interesting too because I'm I'm curious to see how the episode cuts. We'll have to, I'll have to watch it later, or we'll watch it on whatever. Because it's interesting to see like was this a part of the whole? You know, when we saw the the dancing earlier, are these things that happen inside of those segments? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, um, well, it's a different song, so it's so, probably okay. so yeah. yes and no. I got you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's see. Playback. Ah, uh, this is the this song. is the song.
This is great though because it's going into dialogue, into a shot. Great shot. I remember that shot, actually. Lovely, really lovely. Sure, girl. Is that all right with you? I, I have a feeling that <laughs> this is a decent proposal part of the show. Think yes. our mothers might have danced in this ballroom? Mm, maybe. But who are they dancing with? <laughs> <laughs> you know what they say, things happen on board a ship. Hey, come on, We're talking about our moms here. <laughs> They're human too, there are a lot of eligible bachelors on board, I'm sure. That's true. Oh, Claire. I've fallen in love with you, and I know you and Steve are together, but this is the way I feel. Listen, I talked to Steve about this. You talked to Steve about this? Yes, and as an agreement between gentlemen, we decided that it's up to you. Yes, and as an agreement between gentlemen, we decided that it's up to you. Really? So, um, Steve traded me off so he could stay friends with the prince? No, of course not. But I, I mean, I All right, let, let's talk about what we just saw happen, right? He 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 botched his line. Is that what Correct. happened? And he said it again. Yeah. Yeah. Michael would have given him a hand signal. Sounded like right. You, know, you don't hear his voice. Just pick mm -hmm. up. You know, pick it right up because he's not right going to be. He knows he's not going to be in that far a shot anyway. So again, exactly. he's be in coverage there. We'll be in the close-ups by then. Kathleen handled it okay, I thought. She did. You know, she went along with it. And and it's but it's interesting though, because I'm curious for the for the cut purposes. She put her hands up. Are you thinking about things like that? Like she's looking oh, yeah, well, yes, and it's in green. Yeah, yeah I mean I, the script supervisor would have to, I'm sure made a note mm -hmm. when her hands went up in case. And gentlemen, we, we decided that it's up to you. Yes, and as an agreement between gentlemen, we decided that it's up to you. But this is a this is something interesting about actors because, you know, another actor maybe and Kat, that goes to Kathleen's professionalism. Kathleen can just pick it up and go right along with it, you know, and and I'm sure for Prince Carl and we've had him on the show. He's really awesome, but I'm sure this is an intimidating set to walk into. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, and now you're on the Queen Mary and you're delivering the line to one of the one of the main characters, and here and now this is happening, you know. Really. So, um, Steve traded me off so he could stay friends with the prince? No, of course not. But, I mean, I just wanted you to know that it's all right with Steve. It's all right with Steve? Well, excuse me. Claire. Claire! Get out here. What? Get out here now. <sighs> what was interesting, too, is like, I, didn't, I didn't see any of the, uh, any of the fist, the punch, you know, outside. So that must have been a different day, I guess. Well, yeah, the outside. This every this that day was in, entirely in the ballroom. Mm -hmm. All the other scenes on the Queen Mary were other day, the other five days. Um, okay, let's see what this is. This is a tighter shot. That maybe? was a very complicated <laughs> shot. Oh, well, you come in and you did it three times. Just we're yeah. only, we're only showing it one, you know, one of them. But you did it three times to get it right. And the first time, the first take, you actually had it pretty good. The second, I'm sure you wanted a safety. And then, of course, uh, Nick or Carl 
flubbed it, so you had to do it a third time. And they they get they do get it right. And between the three takes, I don't know if that's different now than then, but between the three takes, you've got something. Right? Yeah, right, definitely. But this Otherwise, was on- it'd be four <laughs> or five or ten. But you also you also do go in and, and grab some Mind of this stuff. Cut in. Yeah, this is a little tighter. And it's interesting. You got to give the Google Goo Dolls credit for participating. They get exactly. a they do get a participation trophy here because they're still in the background performing and doing well, the whole. They have what's called earwigs, so in their ear, they're hearing the song. That's how they stay in sync with it. Mm-hmm. And and I noticed in that last take where the, the the there was a couple of extras that walked past the shot, maybe a little bit too tight for your for your liking or whatever. But do you like a lot of that movement? Yeah, uh, I'm curious. As, yeah, yeah, he he, uh, he yeah. ordered that. Yeah, I love, love that. that. The yeah. assistant director would have you know been wrangling those people and giving them their cue and getting. Hey, I'm curious, who is the slate guy? We should give him credit here. That's right. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> oh, I think we. I think there's a. Hang on, I think there's a take here. And I think Ian says his name. So let me just we'll 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 see if we can here. Here's Claire's here's Claire's take take. Hold on. Thanks, Jim. Jim. I know it's it's Jim Nigren. Jim Nigren, yeah. Jim Nigren. Yeah, thank thank you, Ian. I saw his face when you said who it was, and I just Mm. didn't have the name. But you did do all of this. You did Ian's and you did hers, you know? Yeah. This is like the magic stuff with Claire, for as a Claire fan, just to, just to, just to yeah, say. Yeah, I mean, we, we built this around this song. I mean, that was, you know, that was the thing why we had three songs, because we needed a real sword song of theirs, and this was the big hit for them. Is that all right with you? But just like the look, the work, the stuff. This yeah. is like this is just such this is such great <laughs> Kathleen stuff. I'm such a fan, obviously. You think our mothers might have danced in this ballroom? Maybe. But who were they dancing with? You knew what they say. Things happen on board ship. Hey, come on. We're talking about our moms here. Oh, they were human too. I'm sure there were a lot of eligible bachelors on board. Yeah, I guess. Claire. I fall in love with you. And I know that you and Steve are together, but that's the way I feel. Listen, I talked to Steve about this, and... You talked to Steve about this? Yes, and as an agreement between gentlemen, we decided that it's up to you. Really? So, um, Steve traded me so he could stay friends with the prince? No, of course not. Claire, I just want you to understand that Steve's all right with this, that, you know... He's all right with this? Excuse me. Claire! Claire! And cut! Great. I mean, good take. Yeah. Um, for Michael, for working with Nick, uh, did you get a sense that he was intimidated walking on that set or anything like that? Did you have to walk? Do you remember walking him through some of that? Like when you, or, or maybe not even in terms of Nick to call him out specifically, but in terms of a flub on a show like 90210, is that, is, do you deal with stuff like that? I mean, you know, I find that the less they know that they screwed up and this, the less I make of it, the better. I'll just go one more. If it happens multiple times, then there are certain sarcastic comments that I might make. Like I might say something like, wow, 
the entire crew knows your line except you. <laughs> Larry, did David Semmel do that to you when you said get out of here? Or, no, or... <laughs> I, I, but I did not save my dailies, obviously. Maybe he did. Maybe he did. Oh, that's really funny. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah. And then sometimes I even have some of the crew say the line. Oh. <laughs> oh, and they do. Bird. Bad bird. I mean, the thing is, is like we've talked to to some of the people that guest stars that have come on and, you know, they've talked about like, I mean, I think Zach Throne had a story in Radio Dates where he he was the, 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 the I forget who directed that, but he came in on this, and it was he was the big moment of the whole take. And of course, he's, you know, in front of everybody and he just forgets his line. They oh. did it so many times and they finally had all the pieces right. And then it was up to Zach to you know, deliver his line and he just forgot his line, right? You know, so it's like everybody knows like we just got it, but no, you did not, you know? Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, it happens all the time. Absolutely. There's Larry actually a famous old theater joke, um, which is way too long to tell on this. If it was a four-hour podcast, maybe. <laughs> but uh, it's, the line is, hark, hark, I hear the cannon roar. And, uh, you know, the guy practiced. Anyway. Too long, but it's someday. Great. It's great. I'm trying to remember. Can you um, just give the punchline, Michael? Uh, well, it's his cue is, is he says, oh, "Hark, hark! I hear the yeah, cannon yeah, roar," yeah. and then there's a big explosion, and then wait, I think it's hark, it's hark, hark! I hear the cannon roar. So the director says, "Action!" and then the cat, the, the you know, you hear the cannon, and he's supposed to react to that line, but. He gets so thrown by the sound that he goes, he goes what the fuck was that? <laughs> so, That's good. Just as good. Drew, in the Peach Pit After Dark scenarios, well, this is not that. This is this is the, the Queen Mary. Are, are you aware of, like, the bands needing specific things or any, any of that? Is that in your world at all or not really? Oh. Yeah, because when we built the stage originally, and it was it was not built. It was basically built for like a little three piece band, like a little right. five piece drum set, mm -hmm. a couple amps, and a couple of uh, microphones. Um, like one one I can remember very specifically, and that was Brian Setzer because that was him and his orchestra. Right, like you know, you didn't realize that uh, the stage is only seven feet deep. So basically, <laughs> like you know, the back where the giant peach was. We that wall we built a platform that went back and moved it back like twenty feet, so that the whole orchestra could fit. So once we did that, we had all these pieces that we could add a little bit if somebody came in and they had more pieces. Because sometimes there was somebody had five pieces and we had to extend it a little bit, but we tried not to if we didn't have to. In the Goo Goo Doll scenario, do you remember them needing anything specific? Any of you guys? Was there any M and M's or any of that kind of stuff? <laughs> you know. One thing I got, I should have brought it out, but I have a, a beautiful, like, big boxed frame thing of the signed drumsticks and, and other stuff of them, which their manager sent me after the show, because it, it meant a lot to them. It gave them enormous exposure. Huge And, exposure. Uh, and uh, you know, I, I have it put away, tucked away with a lot of memorabilia. I'm so sorry, guys. Sorry about that. Uh, that's Well, that, that's really awesome. And Larry, you did give me that. I will pull that, that the, it might be the hat. Oh, I'll, I'll bring out my. I'll bring out the thing. We'll, we'll just add that. Larry, yeah, for, for I, those I, for, for those who don't know, Larry gave me this, and it might be the hat that we talked about in the Rolling Stones episode that, that Luke wears in rehab. Yeah, I, yeah. I, you know, I could. Why would it not be? be? Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm telling I, everybody it is. That's good. <laughs> no, I dug, I dug deep into my last uh, storage bin, and that's where I found uh, this this bunch of this stuff. 
All right, Larry, I wanted to say goodbye to Michael because he did not direct any of this uh, this Tory stuff. He directed everything almost. So how could he have not? No, okay. <laughs> it's all right. But it's so good to see you, Michael. Great to yeah. see you guys, too. We're going to watch one funny. last well. thing. Michael, it's always good to see you. And I love your insight, man. So keep up Thanks. the great yeah, work. It's really illuminating. And, yeah. and Drew, thank you for that very nice thing you said about a half hour ago. Oh. I haven't had a chance <laughs> to get it in. But I, I really appreciate that. You're All very right, welcome. It was great, it was great to talk to you. I actually see you in person rather than just through Facebook messages. That's right. Yes. <laughs> this right, is the new in person, right? This is it. I mean, I mean, everything that we're doing is this way too, right? I'm sure yeah. you're 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 talking to people this way and about shows and all of it, right? Yep. Yep. All right, my man. Good all seeing right. you, Michael. Take care, guys. I'm Michael. All right. Now, before we we wrap up this thing, Larry, you also did save another tape. <laughs> And uh, it's a lot of this 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 Power Man uh, five thousand stuff. Right. Okay, this is a, a, a music video that Tori's doing. So here's here's just some of it. Some of it has no music at all. But here we go. This is Tori dancing. Which it's let's <laughs> just uh, strike the match. I, I, yeah, we need to play a little bit of this music because you should get the rhythm of it. That's right, the match. It's kind, of I, like early, it's kind of like early uh, rap in a way. It's you know, it's like a '90s rap. Do you remember this at all? We filmed this, uh, the band uh, there, Drew. Uh, you know, the one thing I remember is uh, Tori wanted her outfit to be as revealing as possible. Well, I mean, because, it's, because she succeeded. She, she wanted to, she wanted her dad's reaction. <laughs> Can we here see we more? Pete? Don't don't yeah, stop. Don't chintz on this. Pete. No, there's this is a lot of good stuff here. I saved yeah. this for a reason. <laughs> I mean, she looks so incredible here. This, you know, in this outfit in the well, music let's, video. Put I mean, it in she's context. Hot. We also were trying to like blow Joe Bradley's mind so he would go back to uh, Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's right. He'd be so setup... offended by this because the sexuality of what Donna did there was just too much for poor Joe Bradley. I mean, it's she a good, breaks it's, him. She breaks him basically. It's a good point because there is motivation in the story. Oh, yeah, it's not just yeah. about. Well, she's trying to help David out by being in the video because that was their business. At the same time, she totally again, it's a triangle between Joe, David, uh, David Silver, and and, and Donna, and uh, you know she kind of reveals her inner fantasies here, obviously, <laughs> and Joe just uh, it's too much for him, man. The heat was too much. Get out of the kitchen. All right, let's see this. There's some more stuff here. This is Tori uh, lighting a match. Uh, it doesn't light. <laughs> Three takes. I, I recommend everyone to kind of pull up their Spotify or Apple account and for and strike the match by Power Man Five Thousand and play it while this is going on. It'll help. There she goes. She's she oh, got it. She looks she adorable got there. This is fantastic. Molly Campbell, way to go, Molly, on these outfits. Uh, I well mean, oh, Molly. we should have asked Mal- should have Molly. Asked Molly here. You might have to kind of uh, do a post on this, Molly. Yeah, but uh, these are fantastic, Molly. I know you're right. watching. She's so beautiful. She's having fun with this. That's the thing about this. Tori is always having fun with what you guys get throw at her, and she seems to be, you know, all in for some of this stuff. Some of this does have music. I don't know which takes have it, so let's see what this is. Uh, she got it on the first take there. I mean, she looks as crazy. Look. Yeah, you got to send this to to Tori. She's got. Oh, she'll it. love She's it. Got to go crazy. Yeah. Oh, I mean, what is? That? I mean, so this is really artsy. This this shit with the match. Well, I'm sure they know the director of this episode was Jason. That was uh, was it? James James Whitmore. James. Whitmore. Okay. 
No, no, I don't know. Let me look it up right now. Jesus, yeah, please. Remember. We need to. Do you know remember? Who... There's no. There's no slate on that. that I don't have it. I don't have it. There's some more here. There's some more Tori. She looks really good here. This is like my favorite kind of Tori look right here. Oh yeah, that's. I want to hear the music. I want to hear the music. If you think there's tapes, uh, that, tapes there's definitely tapes. a clip or two with the music. So let me okay. keep looking. Uh, go ahead. What you were, did you figure it out? Let's see what this is. More. Tori. This was season seven, I think it was. Or what was it? Here we go. A prophet, a poet, a pusher, you know it. You know this song, Larry? Going on the ground, no time to wreck Larry? What? It's superhero style. Unbelievable, unbeatable. Some people call me evil, though I will not be. I don't think this is Strike the Match. This is Strike the Match. What year was that? Season 7? Yeah. Season 7. No, it must be six. It must be six. But this is the song, no? No. This is not the song that you were thinking of? This is the song. No. This is... Oh, well, that's not like the match. They must have done two songs. Must have done two videos, I guess. Oh, maybe. Crazy. But I, I remember this song. Yeah? Okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, this, this band is still going on. I know I keep inviting them. They have one no they have no interest. So it's, it's, they don't they do not reply to me. But it's well, I, I should also say that this band was signed to Jason Priestley's label, Curve of the Curve of the Earth. And which is why I try I kind of pitched it because I was looking for a, a music video. I figured, oh Jason has a thing, kind of maybe he'll enjoy that. And we brought him and I kind of thought it was kind of outrageous enough, the whole strike the match thing. Yeah, keep uh, going with that. I wait, hold up. I want to show you this too before before outside of Tory stuff, there's also stuff with the band. Look at this. Oh. Oh great! They're they're even in the middle of this shit. They got caught up into all of it because they're in the music video. I imagine. Yeah, that would be the idea. Um, it's it's a guy. The the director's name of Strike the Match is a guy named James Darren. Yeah, well, James Darren was Moondoggy and Gidget in the Gidget movies. James Darren was a lovely man. Do you remember him at all, Drew? Yeah, I mean he was. Oh, he you're was, muted. Yeah, just muted. Yeah, yeah, he was. He yeah, was yeah, a good guy. I mean, I, you know, mm -hmm. it was you know, he was kind of a, a working Paul. You know, he's a friend of Paul's, I think, and worked his way in there. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know if he was the right director for this thing, but uh, you know, he was a director. Doing, was, you know, it was. Yeah. Was he? But he was an actor. He was a. He was a teen heartthrob. He was Brandon Walsh of his time. Was he an FOL friend of Larry? No, no, <laughs> no, wasn't, no. But I, I would say he was a friend of Paul's, probably. If anything, FOP, you know, yeah, a friend know. of Paul. Yeah. Well, yeah All but, right. That was kind of interesting about Nanotuner was we got a few people like that, like Anson Williams, Williams. yeah, um, uh, Cheryl Ladd. You know, so like there, there were there were a few people who came who yeah. came around yeah, who exactly. like it was sort of like their second career. Yeah, and they used well, us to sort of move themselves along, which was great. Well, even Jason himself, you know, has a has a second uh, has a second life as a director in this universe, and still is a fantastic actor. But I mean, he directed a lot of great episodes of Nine Hundred Two and Zero, so he's just someone that I think fans should really be grateful for Jason's work as a Brandon Walsh, but also for his work as a director. Some great, well, we've seen some great episodes. We've gone yeah. through, you know. I mean, incredible like stuff. The 60s episode, you know, just so so many. Mm -hmm. I know, Larry and I, we really want to cover. Um, we're going to cover the Donna's virginity and all that stuff. And that's something that we're going to dive into. And, and I know he did shoot that episode inevitably. And so it would be great to maybe try to get Jason to talk about some of that yeah, with us. Yeah, he should be yeah. able to. 
All right, guys, I think this is great. We we really kind of covered all the more uh, dailies. And Larry, you're going to still look, but you think we have found everything. I think I'm going to stop looking for I mean, I'd have to go so deep. And I just don't – I think the last box I found seemed to have everything. It had the Luke Perry, uh, the Dylan the Dylan underwear, the Dylan printed underwear. It had all these other things I, I had saved, these odd pieces of memorabilia. Uh, I found the Aaron Spelling bio that he uh, inscribed to me three months before he canned me. It said – Thank you for your hard work and loyalty. So meaningful. You know. hey, it meant so Drew, much to me. This might be a deep um, question, Drew, but you were with the show. Were you there all 10 seasons? I was not there the first year. Okay, but but but, but from 2 to 10. Yeah. So you saw a lot of changing of the guards. Oh, yeah. What was that experience like for you? Um, well, you know, it, it, it's interesting. I mean, I, like working on this series was great for me. I went from... I worked on something for three months at a time to, hey, it's nine months long and thinking, oh, this is going to be weird. And then 90210 would get picked up for two years and then there wouldn't be a lot of change. So there was a lot of time where it was just the same. And really yes. the difference was different directors in and out. You know, yeah. you'd see a few people here and there like Dan Adias coming and going. Sure. Um, Bethany Rooney. Yeah. Yep, Absolutely. So, yeah, there were continuous players that came in. Then there's a couple of people who were just like one-offs. They did one, and then they never came back again, you know, that just didn't work out. or <laughs> Well, like you know, sometimes the cast just wasn't comfortable with them. We'd hear, mm -hmm. we'd hear from the cast. They just, you know, yeah. more look warm about it. We Actually, we'd hear from Paul who heard from the cast. Right. Well, yeah, and, and Paul, even besides the cast, he already knew all that stuff. Yeah. He, you know, that was one of the great things about Paul Wagner is he just knew it all. I wish Paul Wagner was still with us today because he would love this podcast, I think. Oh, yeah. And I think his stories would just be incredible. So, yeah, I agree. At any rate, he was on that side of the hill. You know, Chuck and I were on one side of the hill and Paul mm -hmm. was on the other where the ad production was. Yes. You know, it was a big day when we went over the other side. It didn't happen all the time. This was great, guys. Now, next week, Chuck and I are covering an episode, Ashes to Ashes, and so that should be a lot of fun. And cool. then we'll be back, Larry and I. Maybe we'll cover the virginity thing, or we'll 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 okay. talk we'll talk it through in the next couple of weeks and figure out what we're going to cover. But Drew, it's always wonderful to see you. So, uh, and Larry, you Glad as to be well. here again. And, and hopefully, ML back. Major League Baseball gets this shit together, right? Because it's just such a bummer. Bummer. Yeah. Bye, bye, right, guys. guys. We'll see you next week. Bye.